Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. I, I, we're always trying to come up with our uh, big million dollar idea, Jim. Mm-hmm. And this one might be right for you here. You could do something like this. In this area, a guy in British Columbia has opened a bongdromat. <laughs> yes, you heard me right. A bongdromat. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Jordan Robinson. And he had this idea while working at a local smoke shop. His business model, you bring in your stained and clogged bong and he will clean them so you can start smoking out of them again. Do they get that dirty? Is it uh, is it that tough to clean your own bong, Jim? Yeah, they do get dirty. They get like resiny and that resiny stuff is is a very thick, stubborn oil. Mm-hmm. And so you can't, basically you can't wash it with soap. It doesn't work. So you need rubbing alcohol. It's kind of like a cast iron pan from the sounds of it. <laughs> Is that where you never wash it? You're, yeah, you're not supposed to wash it with soap or something crazy. Yeah. I, I always have, but it's called seasoning your pan. Like It, it maintains the flavors from past meals? Yeah. That's I, gross. I know. I think it's disgusting, but apparently like all the top chefs in the world, they season yeah. their cast iron pans. And I would think that You'd want to season your bong, and leaving all that resin in there would be uh, would be good because you're getting all the <laughs> all the other highs from from years yeah. ago. <laughs> That's the excuse I use on my barbecue, just so I don't have to clean it. You season your barbecue? Just, no, I just don't scrape it off that often. But it is a, it is a pain. It's it's hard to clean pipes too. It gets a bunch of resin. Like I tried to clean a pipe a few months ago, and like the stuff on the inside wouldn't come out, and like I could feel it in there, or see it in there. Did you use a pipe cleaner? I did not. No, instead I put my mouth on the end and blew it into the kitchen sink. Oh. And then all this black gunk came out and then I couldn't <laughs> get it off of the kitchen sink like stainless steel. Anyway, it was a huge hassle. It was gross. Yeah, it was so very gross. So if you had the option to take it to a bong mat, yeah, you would have considered it. How much do you think how much would you pay to get your bong cleaned? What do you think a reasonable price would be? I would say 10, 15 bucks. 20 bucks per device. 20 bucks. But this is British Columbia. Everything costs a little yeah, more out yeah. there, right? Real estate, you know. <laughs> He's got to pay his rent. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got three roommates and paying $1,400. Uh, he says it's cheaper for him to clean the devices than toss out old ones and replace them. Uh, he is expanding his business because he's been getting cleaning requests from out-of-town smokers who want his <laughs> services. That's, that's this just guy's the best bong lazy. cleaner around. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, all it takes is one one good idea like this. We may see him on Dragon's Den in a year yeah. or two with a million-dollar valuation on his business. I would love to see him in Dragon's Den. He has, like, a rug, and he brings it out. <gasps> doot, 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 knocks the bong over on the rug. Oh, no. Don't you hate it? Well, he's not cleaning rugs. Yeah, I know, but when you don't clean your bong and you spill it, it gets disgusting. Ah. It's like a biohazard. Ah, so cleaning the bong is like a preemptive... Uh yeah. Strike on, on making a big mess in your home if you knock it over. And uh, I'm sure bongs do get knocked over quite a bit mm-hmm. on the coffee table. If you got a cat. Yeah. Oh. No good. No. The bongdromat, <laughs> now open in British Columbia, maybe depending on what Jim decides to do, coming soon to uh, these parts. 
Jim, you are uh, you're looking at a story from Las Vegas there that's got you a little bewildered. Yes, they're not sure if it's animal cruelty or what's going on here, but there's pigeons in Las Vegas that have been spotted wearing tiny little cowboy hats, and no one knows how these cowboy hats got on their heads. So th- here's a, here's a video, Taz. Red little cowboy hats. There's pigeons in a parking lot, just uh, you know, doing their pigeon thing, trying to eat off the ground. Are they fedoras, or they almost look like fedoras? I think they're red cowboy, they hats. cowboy hats. Here, I'll let the uh, the news anchor do the explaining here. All right, now take a look at this video. Pigeons in Las Vegas with hats on. Bobby Lee shot this video near Tropicana in Maryland. Now, it's not clear how the pigeons got the hats on the heads in the first place. All of it still remains a mystery here, but it's gotten viral on Facebook and Twitter. Some found it funny, but some are wondering if this is a case of animal cruelty. Now, we do know that some of the local rescue groups are looking for those pigeons. Hmm. I got a feeling it's Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but would he would he do that to the pigeons? Because he, he loves them so he much. Loves them. He's, pigeons are his first love. But is this maybe he loves them so much he wants them to be stylish, mm-hmm. be cool? Yeah, this they is can still his, eat. This is his gift. He's giving back to the pigeons after he's gotten so much from them over the years. Yeah, like you know, Space Odyssey two thousand one, where they give the monkeys. Um, tools right at the start of the movie yeah. this could be him setting pigeons on another evolutionary stage first you give the pigeons the hats and then they learn to line dance i don't know <laughs> where to, what the cowboy hats lead to yeah, little tiny lassos <laughs> catch their prey pigeons start riding on the backs of small dogs <laughs> yeehaw Oh, that's, that's interesting. Huh. Yeah. Pigeons with hats on. Where do you get those tiny hats, too? <laughs> oh, maybe it's on the stripper's junk. You put, like, a little novelty, like, uh, male strippers. That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> Are male strippers wearing cow- little cowboy hats on their penises? <laughs> what else would be that size? <laughs> wow. I, I didn't... Uh, that would have been my first thought, but... I thought maybe a Ken doll or something. It's Vegas, Taz. What's going on there? It's either on top of a drink or on top of something else. <laughs> yeah, if it's not on a pigeon, it's on a wiener for sure. <laughs> and another story about romaine lettuce linked to E. coli in the news today, Dev. Yeah, sunflower crisp chopped salad kits have uh, been recalled. There have been 16 confirmed cases of E. coli linked to the product. It's linked to a romaine lettuce. So it's in Ontario, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, Labrador, Nova Scotia, PEI, and Quebec. Best before dates up to including December the 7th. And you remember um, a year ago when there was a romaine lettuce outbreak, we uh, had a little fun, made this parody song. If you put romaine in your mouth, you'll feel a rumble down south, romaine. <laughs> Try one. Okay. Made a club sandwich on rye. Then I got E. coli romaine. <laughs> oh, yeah? I got romaine in my gut. And now I pee out my butt romaine. <laughs> okay, so you get, the, you get the gist of the thing, right? I laugh every time I hear that. So obviously, we, uh, we borrowed a little bit from the legend Eric Clapton to make our, our romaine song. And now, what an honor. Uh, one of our listeners 
has taken our parody song and done their own cover version of it. What is this guy's name, Jim? Tyler DeLargy or Tyler DeLargy? I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce his last name. Tyler. So it looks like he's in his basement or his bedroom. He's got his acoustic guitar out, and he's taking it seriously. You have the audio there? Mm-hmm. Pretty good. <laughs> Got Romaine in my gut and now I pee out my butt. <laughs> I like the fact that he had to write out these lyrics. Should I buy? Should I try? He's Jeans Romaine <laughs> Made a salad with friends And now I need some Depends Romaine Should I buy Should I try E. coli Romaine Good guitar player Good singer Trust a fart, Romaine. <laughs> when you slide into third and you feel a little turd, Romaine. Should I buy, should I try E. coli, Romaine? Wow. Nice job. Nice job. That was awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's a little different. Like he was it sounded almost too good. Like if you weren't listening to the lyric, like if you're just walking by like down uh-huh. the street and this guy was busking on the corner or at a coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like snapping your fingers and wait a sec, did you just say shard of my jeans? <laughs> the worst would be if you're halfway through a salad at a coffee shop before you realized what he was singing about. <laughs> Uh-oh, should have got the iceberg. It's tough when an artist who gave you music that was the soundtrack of your life continues to be the soundtrack of your life when that musician passes away. And we know that. Uh, dealt with Gord Downey's passing his fans. Uh, and some sad news this morning. This woman's voice, part of the soundtrack to my life. Yeah. Ah, uh, these jams in high school. <laughs> I can remember hearing songs like this one here at, at school dances. Well, well, slow dance. Work up the courage to ask that girl across the gymnasium for a for a slow dance. Half of the pop duo rock set, Marie Fredrickson. She was the the blonde with the short, spiky hair in all the videos, yeah. right? She's passed away at age 61 after a, uh, a battle with cancer. And if, if that song doesn't strike a chord, if you weren't a big fan of the Pretty Woman soundtrack. That's what that's from? That's okay. from the Pretty Woman soundtrack. You probably, Jim, I think this is probably more up your alley here. If you like, uh, if you like a little rock set in your diet. Sounds familiar. 
Fullerton baseball dive. I know that's a weird reference, but like this song came out when I was playing baseball in this small town, and we would like sit in the suburban watching my sister play baseball, and this would be one of the songs that would be playing. Isn't it amazing how just hearing a song you haven't heard in so long takes yeah. you back to the strangest moments? It's the mixtapes, man. All right, let's see if this one does anything for you. Another great one. She's got the look. This band also reminds me, Roxette reminds me of every compilation CD advertisement I saw on television yeah. in the early 90s. They must have had one or two big shiny tunes. Oh. Or like Columbia House. I feel like I know a lot of their songs really well for 10 seconds. <laughs> rock said, a Swedish pop rock and soft rock duo has lost one of their members. Marie Fredriksson passed away at age 61. Let me ask you this, Jim. Okay. If I gave you a Christmas card with a picture of my family on it, what would you do with that Christmas card? Would you display it in know. your home? I would have to put it up for two to three weeks in case you came over somewhere. <laughs> I have to put it on the fridge. Would you appreciate that if I gave you one? Or sure, honestly, I don't know. Like, I get them every once in a while from family and friends. Uh, even yeah. just like a photo of uh, my friend and their family outside their house in the summer, like one of the, all wearing white shirts. Uh-huh. You know, I don't really display them, but I do put them all in a in a box. I, even like uh, thank you. Is it you. a recycling box? <laughs> Is it a blue box? File it under G. <laughs> no, um, like or, or, or after you go to a wedding, a thank you card. I keep all those. I put it in. in it's, Do you really? It's actually an old steam whistle lunch box that I got from Steam Whistle Brewery, and I put like all these pictures because it doesn't. I don't feel right throwing them throwing uh, them out. I throw cards away like the next day. I'll, I'll throw like a thank you card out, but uh-huh. a picture of your family it feels uh, feels rude to just chuck it. Well, my wife did a wonderful job. She made these, um, or had them made, uh, these Christmas cards with our family Christmas photos and they look fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we've sent them out to all my aunts and uncles, cousins, and, and close friends, but I wasn't sure if it would be awkward to give them to a couple co-workers like you, Devin Peacock, Boss Brad, Eric, our producer. Yeah. Uh, one, you, you're dudes. Yeah. And uh, I just didn't think you'd appreciate them. But if you if you would want one, I can Like, I don't know one. if I necessarily want one, Taz. I'll be honest. I could go to Facebook and probably see the photo. Sure. But if you need to get rid of them, you know? And I don't think... I think we're limited. So we're really picking our favorite people yeah. in the world to send these things out to. You made the short list, so you should be happy. I appreciate it, like, that you thought of me, but I feel like there might be, like, a second aunt that you don't really talk to that uh-huh. much that she'd be like, oh, this is sweet. I'll put this up somewhere. Well, I shouldn't have even mentioned it on the radio because there is going to be someone who doesn't get a card now <laughs> who is listening to this. <laughs> oh, Jim Kelly was going to get a card. I've been <laughs> checking my mailbox every day, Taz. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, so you're a no. 
I mean, I I feel rude saying no. I'll take one, and I would appreciate. Like I'd be like, oh, that's you a nice pretend gesture. Pretend to like it is what you're saying. I would say that's a nice gesture, and then I would tuck it away and never look at it again. Why don't I bring in one card for all of you guys to look at? And then we can just throw it out before we go on Christmas break. <laughs> Sounds good. Right? To Devin, Boss Brad, Jim Kelly, yeah. Eric the producer, Perfect. Merry Christmas from the Taz family. Brad's, uh, Boss Brad's probably still got some room on his wall. We can hang it up there. His daughter might like it, though. I mean, yeah. I'll give Brad one, because Mia will probably like to see the baby and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll just give one to Brad. Okay. And he can show it to you and Devin. Sounds good. <laughs> Problem solved. (laughs) Remember the Twins of Evil came through? They did a tour uh, in the summertime. I I really wish that I had gone to that show, Jim. It would have got us into the Christmas spirit. Yeah, it was Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson and... Now two songs have sh- popped up on the internet <laughs> Yeah, these, <laughs> these guys involved in Christmas. These songs are now on our radar. So let's start with Marilyn Manson. What do you have over there? So the, the team up we've all wanted. Marilyn Manson and Mariah Carey. Mariah Marilyn. between you and your wife. That's right, yeah. If you're into Marilyn Manson, your partner's into uh, Mariah Carey, this is called a happy medium. Okay, yeah, that's good. That's, I like it. Oh, that was McClintock mashups. Good job. Good job, McClintock mashups. Here is one. This is actually a a parody song by a band called Psycho Stick. Hmm. And it's got a Rob Zombie theme to it, just in time for the holidays. Sick of fool of toys bringing Christmas joy to every boy and girl all over the world. Oh, that's a good one. Nice job. We got to send those over to the music department, get them added to the holiday playlist here on the station. Devo is here, our sports guy, Devin Peacock, and let's talk about the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots or the New England Cheaters? You'd think that the last thing they would do is bring a video camera into an opposing team stadium. But uh, here we go again. Another cheating scandal involving New England. Yeah, so the uh, New England Patriots have admitted uh, that there was a camera crew uh, that was taping. This was in uh, this was in uh, Cleveland. There was taping Cincinnati, the, wasn't it? But it was, but it was in Cleveland, right? Because they were taping the Cincinnati Bengals uh, okay. sideline. Yeah. 
And so what the uh, and so this is you know brought up another case of you know Spygate. This is almost exactly almost like Spygate. What the Patriots are saying though, because they have issued a statement, that say we were at, we were trying to responsibility. Uh, we were trying to film Cleveland's practice, <laughs> <laughs> not Cincinnati's. They were, Sorry. they were, they say, which is it sounds like. Okay, they say they were doing uh, a film crew was there doing a, uh, a getting audio or video for an advanced scout. So it's some show that's out there that looks at different jobs, and they had their advanced scout to watch the Cincinnati Bengals because the Patriots are paying the playing the Bengals this week coming up. And so this was here's the life of an advanced scout and hmm. everything they does, which is fine, but. Isn't it just interesting that the cameras, well, they're supposed to be getting all this audio and video on the advanced scout, just happen to make their way down to the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals sideline? And somebody sure. came and talked to the guy with the camera about it, and he asked if they could just forget about it if he deleted the footage. Like he was trying to cover his tracks? <laughs> well, yeah. If he was doing yeah, nothing yeah, wrong, he'd be like, I just worked all day for this footage. I'm I'll gonna delete get rid of the it. footage if you just ignore it, because the last thing the Patriots need is another... Another reason for us to call them cheaters. Bill Belichick says this was completely separate from the uh, football staff, so this is just like the video staff. They had mm. nothing to do with it. However, Bill Belichick appeared in a previous episode that this video staff has done, so it's not as though he's completely unfamiliar with all this stuff. It's just like if if, if this was the first time it had happened, say, all right, you know what? Yeah. Mistakes happen. But you guys seem to find your way into a lot of cheating scandals over the years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, it was two weeks ago when somebody was spotted at the Cowboys practice on a building on the other side of the field, <laughs> uh, on the top of the building, watching the practice, and they're thinking it With was a somebody. Telescope? I don't know, but there's a picture of him here. <laughs> somebody took a picture of a guy just watching from the roof. Does he have sleeves on his sweater? <laughs> it's Belichick. Look at him. <laughs> He actually he had a um, bit of a uh, bit of almost like a terrible hair like Steve Belichick, so it might have been uh, Steve Belichick. Oh, and Steve son. sent his son to do his dirty work. He had a mullet, so they were like, they just uh, <laughs> <laughs> immediately went Belichick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Patriots. Little tip: leave the video cameras at home. Don't deflate any footballs because <laughs> we're watching you. Ca-ca! That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.